We live in a world where something is always brewing. Knowing that we are not alone in our struggles oftentimes gives us the strength to keep pushing forward. So pour that cup of coffee because you, my friend, are not alone. Welcome to Coffee with Corey. Good morning and welcome to Coffee with Corey. If you don't have a cup of coffee, you need to go get one because, you know, after all, like I always say, we're getting caffeinated together. It's a group effort. (laughs) Well, today, well, first of all, we should take a big swig first. So let's pause right there. All right. Well, so now... I just want to give you some food for thought for your week. I know we're coming into the weekend and we have a little bit more time to chew on things. And I think this is a good to let sink in your brain and kind of ponder on over the weekend. This topic is something that's been brewing. Our church is actually doing a focus of this during Lent, but I was also thinking of this topic in light of my grandma Zadi, who her birthday was yesterday. Um, she is in heaven, but she played such an impactful role in my life growing up and really demonstrated this topic today in such a way that I'm, I'm marked by it for life. And I really attribute a lot of um, my qualities and ways of thinking by things that she demonstrated as I've grown into my adulthood and maturity. And so today's topic is compassion. Compassion. So our church is actually doing 40 days of compassion for Lent, and they're really just inspiring people to go the extra mile and sow seeds of compassion in their communities, in their lives, in their families, the people around them, and towards yourself, right? And because it starts with you, you got to be compassionate towards yourself so that you can give from that. And so this topic really speaks to me. And I find myself looking for ways to be more compassionate, but it really stems from a pattern and developing a habit of giving and being generous, right? And it's so important, especially just in the culture in which we live in, where everything seems to be positioned towards what can I get? What am I getting out of this? How is this going to benefit me? Well, it doesn't really benefit me, so I'm not going to participate in that. And we have developed a culture of selfishness. Just look at the things around us. Like I even sometimes think when people post so many selfies all all the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, do you need that much affirmation? But they, they're, they're lacking that, right? When people post selfies of themselves looking cute all the time. And I mean, I was guilty of this in my teen years, absolutely. But needing to feel that affirmation, look at me, see what I'm doing. I, I have to question myself too. But these are things to think about. Am I looking for outward affirmation or am I affirmed with myself and I don't really need to share every single time I put on makeup how I look? (laughs) So these are things to chew on. Like, do I feel affirmed in my heart by myself? 
alone, not doing anything, not looking for applause, not needing to perform? Do I intrinsically feel valued? And mostly for me, that has stemmed from my relationship with God. And I've only really felt affirmed or understood love towards myself through my relationship with Christ. And so we need to first start with feeling affirmed in our heart. And from that, we flow out and being more intentional to use that muscle and exercise the muscle of compassion in our lives. Giving is a habit and it is not easy, but we all have things that we can give. We can give of our time. We can give a listening ear. We can give monetarily. We can give in a donation. We can give words of affirmation. We can send a card in the snail mail. We can write an affirming post. We can give a smile. We can hold a door for someone. There's little simple ways showing acts of kindness, paying it forward, dispensing generosity and compassion everywhere we go. We have so many opportunities in our day-to-day lives that we can do. And we need to think about creating a culture of compassion, even in our homes, and especially with our children. Our kids are so privileged and they're so privileged to have things maybe that we didn't grow up with, right? And so I'm always very intentional to demonstrate that we give to people that have less than we do. Actually, he came home not too long ago and he was really upset and bothered by something that had happened at school. He's like, mom, this kid is just repeatedly hogging the teacher's attention, being loud, being disruptive. It's so annoying when I'm trying to concentrate and you know, I really let him vent. I let him express his frustration. And when he was done expressing his frustration, I said to him, Now, I need you to think about this person. Do you think that they have a good home life? And he was like, sat for a second. He was like, no, actually, I think she doesn't have a dad and she only has a mom. I was like, okay. And do you think that she has all the things that maybe you have in this home? And he was like, I don't think so. And I was like, okay. Now, I need you to think about Maybe she's acting this way because she's looking for attention that she's not getting at home. And he was like, wow, mom, I never thought about it like that. And I said to him, you know, maybe we should, instead of being annoyed and frustrated, maybe we should be giving mercy and grace. And can we pray for her? Like, would you like to pray for her? And he was like, you know what? I think that 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 would help. And so we did. And I think that ever since then, he's never come back to me complaining about that same child. And I think that we need to take that principle with us in our daily life. Like, is there that annoying coworker? Is there that person that always finds your number to vent or complain? Is there those people in your life that seem to find you and drain you? And I think you need to have a perspective shift about maybe they're looking for something they're not getting somewhere else. And perhaps if I am generous and compassionate, that will help quench something inside them, or at least help me have a better perspective in dealing with this person is giving grace and compassion. 
And so I think that that's an important thing to keep in mind when we start feeling frustrated or irritated by someone or something, kind of pull back and look at the bigger picture. And, you know, I want it to instill and enable my son ways of thinking outside of the box that maybe is not what's happening right in front of him. I want him to start asking himself the questions. What what could potentially be going on behind the scenes? What could potentially be a factor here? And start to begin to cultivate that mindset of giving grace and mercy and ultimately compassion. Also around Christmas time, I make it a point that we give, there's a great ministry where they do shoe boxes and we fill the shoe box with stuff from the store, whether it's crayons, coloring things, little toys, toiletry items. And me and Abel will go to the store and pick these things out. And I'll explain to him like there's other kids in other countries that don't have things that they go without. And I really want him to understand and to think through how to be compassionate towards the people in our lives and appreciate what he has in his life and just simple gratitude and being thankful for what he has has really eliminated some selfishness and demanding in I statements and like thinking about how others feel is a great thing to instill not only in our lives but in the lives of the people that we are with all the time, whether it's your kids, whether it's your spouse, whether it's the community of people you're in, and beginning to cultivate a culture of compassion is so in need today, especially in a very self-focused culture. And so we can switch that. We have the ability to change the thermostat on this topic. And so our church actually put together a lovely little booklet of all ways to show compassion. And each week we're to focus on a certain area of compassion. For instance, compassion towards your neighbors or neighborhood, compassion towards your coworkers or classmates, compassion towards your city, compassion towards your home and family, compassion towards people online, social media, and giving words of affirmation, and acts of compassion to local our global partners or organizations. And under each heading, they gave lovely little examples that I'm going to share with you because maybe this will spark something that you want to participate in or do in your community. So they put things like lend a neighbor a helping hand, cook your neighbor a meal, give a gift basket and leave it on someone's doorstep just because, leave treats for a delivery person, invite neighbors over for a fun activity, offer to help with someone's pet, coordinate a neighborhood cleanup, bring in donuts for everyone to share, help clean up after a meeting by pushing in all the chairs or staying later to help clean up after anyone's trash, pay it forward at a local coffee shop, restaurant, or store, write and deliver thank you cards, prayer walk through your city praying for police, firemen, and government officials, call an estranged family member, anticipate and fulfill a need, do a chore normally done by someone else. Be compassionate toward yourself. Perhaps if you see a picture of yourself you don't like, speak words of affirmation over yourself. Leave a positive review online for a local restaurant or business. Respond to someone's post with encouragement or positivity. 
provide food for a local food pantry, donate baby clothes, diapers, or wipes to a pregnancy resource center near you, clean out your closet and donate those items to your local partners, apply or go on a missions trip, research and learn about a country where people are being persecuted and pray for them. And so those were some ones that stuck out to me. There was a lot more they had listed, but that was something I really wanted to share with you and just give you some ideas about ways that you can move in compassion towards the people around you and yourself. And you might say to me, well, Cor, you know, I can't be compassionate right now. I, I'm in this situation. I'm in that situation. I'm dealing with this or that. And I just want to speak to you right now that, you know, I've been there. I have not always had the perfect circumstances. um, And I have dealt with some not great issues myself. And I will tell you the times that I, in those moments of personal struggle, reached out and helped other people were some of the most rewarding things that I can recall in my life. And also, when I've been in those hard times, choosing to help others, getting my eyes off myself, and getting my eyes off my personal circumstances to look up to others and ways to affirm others, reach out. I'm telling you, it really helped my personal situation by me choosing not to give it my negative energy and choosing to perpetuate positivity energy towards someone else. And so today, if you're kind of in that boat, I challenge you to reach out from inside yourself because it's going to help you when you get your eyes off the problem and look to how you can solve another problem. It's going to help alleviate that negativity and pressure that you personally are under. And I love this quote by Theodore Roosevelt, do what you can with what you have where you are. And so I'm going to leave you with that today. I want to leave you with that as you begin your weekend. And I hope that this sparked some things in you to think about how you can begin to pay it forward and show acts of compassion in your home, in your neighborhood, in your community this week. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, I am your host, Corey Powers. Please follow, share, and review this podcast to help others seeking encouragement. For more information, be sure to check out my website, coreypowers.com. And tune in next time for more Coffee with Corey.